paying attention to Kobe Bryant. They start with Shaq. He gives it to Walton. Here comes Kobe. Less than five from way outside. Got it! Oh, man! With 2.1. Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant has it. Whatever that it is, Al, he has it. He has the ability to make Azabuki kept it alive with Kobe with the rebound. Warriors cannot buy a triple. Kobe Wheeling. What a play to Turioff. And the foul. Patty watching Kobe. Scooping, driving, and putting it in. How in the world did he do that? He passed it himself off the backboard. That was a wide. How are you doing? Great. I like the audience. Everybody's excited to see it. How you doing? What's going on? Everything all right? Everything's yep. good, man. Enjoying retirement? Is it fun? I'm enjoying retirement. I mean, I know you're doing a lot of other things, but... Yeah. But it's fun. Gotcha. I'll get a chance to watch the game from Yeah, Chicago. you're coaching. Yeah, I am coaching. So How many games in a row would the Lakers have to lose for you to unretire, for you to come back to the team? <laughs> If we got to 20, you would think about it, right? They go 0-5, I'll tell you. You will think about it, huh? Change of direction by Bryant. Slam dunk. There will be no charge because the man's in that new painted imaginary circle. I think that's what the fans came to see. And you talk about elevation. Chick, he went up to the rafters before he decided to put somebody on a poster. Welcome to the Daily Ding. Today's show will be a little different than you're accustomed to. We wanted to acknowledge the passing of 41-year-old Kobe Bryant, his 13-year-old daughter Gianna, her basketball teammate Alyssa Altabelli, her parents John and Carrie Altabelli, and the currently unnamed four others who died on Sunday as a result of a tragic helicopter crash. At this time, the LA Sheriff's Department has not released any additional names or details about the tragedy, but nonetheless, we send our thoughts and our best wishes to the entire Bryant family and loved ones, as well as the family and loved ones of those who were involved in the crash. So throughout this show, we're going to do our best to bring you the best from the night in the NBA. On a night where players, coaches, and media wore their emotions on their sleeve and struggled to even get through the game, they still managed to pay tribute to one of the greatest to ever do it. So let's get into this here. I'm Jared Weiss. I'm joined by Mo Dacchio. I'm joined by Trey. And we're going to start by talking about the Nuggets and Rockets. The Nuggets win 117 to 110 over Houston in Denver. This was the first game of the day, and they started with a moment of silence. And then... In the first possessions of the game, they went with a 24-second shot clock violation for each team, which was a really beautiful tribute to Kobe Bryant, and this was something that was followed throughout the rest of the day by every other game. Russell Westbrook ended up with 32 points, 7 assists, and 7 rebounds. Nikola Jokic had 24 points, 12 rebounds, and 11 assists. Jeremy Grant had 25 points and 4 boards, Uh, but I think the thing that we all really noticed was just that Tyson Chandler, P.J. Tucker... Austin Rivers were all just incredibly emotional before the game and afterwards we could see Tyson Chandler just shaking his head and tears on the bench and Austin Rivers he talked about Kobe Bryant's death Uh, I gotta be honest I'm a competitor and obviously we cared about losing tonight but I gotta be honest with you I just 
it wasn't on my mind when we lost us losing the game. I, I, I you go back to reality and the facts are we lost somebody that meant so much to all of us. I, and then you um, you hear about his daughter. Um, as a father, uh, I'm, I've said many prayers for that family, and I'm going to continue to do so. Let's head to San Antonio, where the Raptors took down the Spurs 110-106 to in a close one. We had former Spurs player and broadcaster Sean Elliott, as well as Tim Duncan and Becky Hammond on the bench, uh, were just visibly upset on the sidelines. I mean, there were shots of Sean Elliott wiping tears away as he was trying to call the game. We saw before the game, DeMar DeRozan was at center court giving Kyle Lowry a big hug, hugging some of his former Raptors teammates. You could see them trying to talk and commiserate over a difficult situation. But then they hit the floor. Pascal Siakam had 35 points, eight rebounds and three assists. DeMar DeRozan with 14 points against his former team. And LaMarcus Aldridge had 10 and 10. But after the game, DeMar, Kyle Lowry and Pop all spoke about Kobe. How difficult was that to simply just go out and play this game? Very difficult. Honestly, very difficult, man, and uh, you know, we uh, lost a uh, legend, so very difficult to um, get this, to play this game today, but we found a way to get a win. And, uh, yeah, words, words can't explain it, man. Um, for myself, learning everything I've, I've learned basketball-wise from Kobe, what he meant to the game. The inspiration that he brought to the world, um, not just that, um, his daughter, I'm a father, um, I can't imagine something like that, you know, happening, I mean, it's, it's a sad, sad, very sad, sad day. Good game, tough loss, who cares? Um, most importantly, uh, Appreciate you all letting the locker room be tonight. Uh, everybody's pretty emotional about the tragedy uh, with Kobe, and uh, all of us know what a great player he was, but he went beyond great playing. He was a competitor uh, that is that goes unmatched, and it's what made him, uh, as a player, so attractive to everybody, that focus, uh, that competitiveness, that will to win. Uh, and even more importantly than that, uh, we all feel a, a deep sense of loss for what he meant to all of us in so many ways, and so many millions of people loved him for so many different reasons. In New York, the Knicks won the Subway Series against the Nets 110-97. to MSG lit itself up purple and gold for the game, and they held a moment of silence. Both teams, of course, took a 24-second shot clock violation at the beginning of the game, and legendary broadcaster Mike Breen spoke about Kobe's death. And Clyde, on my way into the arena, I thought of Bill Gallo. Gallo is the uh, legendary sports cartoonist that uh, when Thurman Munson passed away, the next day he had an unbelievably touching cartoon. And it was his two characters that he had, Basement Bertha and Yucky. And the cartoon read Basement Bertha saying, no, Yucky, I just don't feel like playing ball today. And she was crying. And that's the way I think a lot of us feel here tonight.
just don't feel like broadcasting. I know a lot of the players, <clears throat> excuse me, don't feel like playing. It's just a sad, sad day. Julius Randle had 22 points and 15 rebounds. Marcus Morris, 21 points, as always for him. And Spencer Dinwiddie had 23 points and five assists in this one. He had a tearful message about what Kobe meant to him after the game. I mean, I've, I've, I've met Kobe several times, um, exchanged pleasantries and text messages and things. But, um, and, and, you know, maybe it's a little bit over-exaggerating, but I felt like this was the first time he was, you know, looking at me as like, like the basketball player, Spencer, you know what I mean? And, uh, you know, briefly told you guys how much he meant to, you know what I'm saying, all the people from, uh, you know, where I'm from. And, you know, for him to tell me that, you know, in, in his book, I'm an all-star and stuff like that, you know what I mean? Like that, uh, I talked about the popularity contest before and like, you know, you don't win things like that, you know, when, you, when you're me. So for him to say that, like, it, I didn't need to be selected, you know what I mean, anymore. Like, because it was, uh, I was an all-star, you feel me? Like, it's not just like my family, you know, it was the guy. So Trey, we we had in this uh, in these first slate of games here between Demar Derozan, Russell Westbrook, James Harden, Spencer Dinwiddie, a lot of great Cali LA Hoopers. Talk to me about what was Kobe's impact on these guys. I mean, just growing up in Los Angeles. I mean, you know, the Lakers having success in those early two thousands, you know, and and all the way into twenty ten. Kobe Bryant is all we knew, you know. He. Um, you know, for the younger guys, he was their Jordan. He was accessible. He made himself accessible to those younger guys, whether it was inviting them to camps, whether it was giving them tips on moving forward, you know, to better their game. Um, he took the time out to really step in, you know, and not only just for the Los Angeles area, like he stepped in throughout the league, but, you know, having him and adopting Kobe as our own, whether it was you know, the black fans, the Latino fans, wherever in L.A., Kobe was ours. You know, despite him being born in in Philadelphia, he was king of L.A. You know, after him and Kobe, I mean, him and Shaq won three in a row and then they split up and he was still able to win two more. Um, just spoke volumes of how much he wanted to be a Laker for life. He gave us 20 seasons. You know, he sat the first three years. The next 17 years, he lit the league on fire. Man, it's just, it's it's disheartening to to just even, I mean, just even hearing the news, man, it just, like, just breaks my heart. Heading to Atlanta, and the Hawks decided on the day that everyone's remembering Kobe to score as many points as possible. They scored 152 against the Wizards, who only had 113. This was a special one for Trey Young, who was you know, visibly shaken before the game. He came out wearing a number eight jersey, and he started off by taking an eight-second violation before the Wizards followed up and did a 24-second violation. Um and, you know, Kobe had previously told Trey Young that his daughter had looked up to him and was his favorite player. Yeah, so um, one of the last conversations we had, um, man, he was just, just telling me how much uh, how much he's, he's seen my, my game progress. Um, Man, just been happy for me. (sighs) 
man, just saying how, how proud he was of me and how um, how he wants me to continue to be a, a role model for for kids growing up and um, just for for Gigi and and um, all the kids looking up to me just to continue to inspire these kids and um, and continue to play my heart out. And uh, that was, that's one of the last things he said to me. So he went out and he dropped 45 points, 14 assists, six rebounds. He shot 13 for 24, 24 attempted field goals, and he shot 81% from the free throw line going 13 for 16. He became the first player to record a 45-point double-double with under 25 field goal attempts, so that's 24 or less against the Wizards, I should say, since Kobe Bryant did it in 2006. So this was a serendipitous game, as you could imagine. Uh, Bradley Beal, he had 40 points and six assists in this game, as always, and they lost, as always. Uh, but that brings us to President, former President Barack Obama, who was one of many to share a message about Kobe. This is what he said. Kobe was a legend on the court and just getting started in what would have been just as meaningful a second act. To lose Gianna is even more heartbreaking to us as parents. Michelle and I send love and prayers to Vanessa and the entire Bryant family on this unthinkable day. And so Kobe's longtime counterpart, Vince Carter, took to the podium after the game to speak about Kobe. The world grew to love him even more after retirement because of the love he started to show different people i'm talking about kids in college trey um obviously his last tweet to, to, to lebron um just his interactions and you can see a man who was such a fierce competitor at peace when he was sitting there when he sits there courtside now because it's not the mamba competing against whoever it's dad teaching his daughter how to the ins and outs of the game and how he sees it and how she can learn to break the game down. That's what I saw. And I think that's what a lot of people can see. And I think that's where it catches the basketball world off guard more than anything, because we all saw it. And for those of us who played against him, who knew him, I think that's what kind of is gut-wrenching more than anything because of his happiness, because of that conversation I had with him telling me, he's like, I'm at peace, I'm happy, I'm at my happiest. All these championships he's won, MVPs, 81, he was at his happiest in retirement. In Memphis, the Memphis Grizzlies beat the Phoenix Suns 114 to 109, a battle for the eight seed. They also did the 24 and eight tributes. Devin Booker, he scored 36 points and had five assists. And he was on the court with tears in his eyes as the game got underway. Other scores in this one, Kelly Oubre Jr. had 27 points and nine rebounds. John Morant had 23 points, eight assists and five rebounds. And Jared Jackson Jr. had 21 points and three rebounds. Mo, I want, I want to ask you about... You know, there are a lot of these guys that were tearing up as they were going out to the court. We'll hear from Doc Rivers later, who was distraught before the game. How how hard is it as you know, as someone that had experience working for a team, how hard is it for these teams and these players to suit up and go out there and do their jobs when they're trying to fight through the emotions of tragedy? I mean, it's it's gut wrenching. Normally it's you know, a, a player might lose a family member or a, a coach might lose a family member and Everybody grieves differently. Some will want to go out and play and kind of just get lost in, you know, for a few hours in the game. Others aren't just, you know, not not able to do that. And it's and both are okay. And, and it's whatever 
you know, is right for that person. And I think the the teams, the staffs, everybody all around, it's it's just being there as support for that person. What's what's hard about this, and it's again what we've been touching on and why we're seeing all these tributes is this is a dude that touched everybody on almost every team, has some sort of tie to Kobe. And I think that's kind of what has made it so difficult uh, across the board and why it's been so emotional um, for everybody involved. So, I mean, this is kind of a a real special uh, scenario in which we've never seen this before. You know, this type of tragedy of somebody so young and uh, taken so quickly from us and, 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 you know, just everybody, nobody was prepared for it, but nobody, you know, it's not going to affect just one team. I think, uh, Doc says it best, you know, he says, you know, we're all Lakers. I mean, everybody feels a part of it tonight. You're absolutely right. And so let's continue on here. In New Orleans, the Pelicans beat the Celtics 123 to 108. They also had the 24-second shot clock violation tribute at the beginning. Kemba Walker had 35 points, but he was outdone by Drew Holiday, who had 25 points, 6 rebounds, and 5 assists. And Zion Williamson, a big game for him, 21 points and 11 rebounds. But before the game, Pelicans coach Alvin Gentry, who battled Kobe many times during his time in the league, spoke about the late Bryant. It's, uh, I mean, I, I, no words, really. I mean, I don't know where you could even start. Uh, I mean, great competitor, great guy, you know, great father. Uh, just really, really a sad, sad day for the NBA. Uh, you know, obviously, uh, thoughts and prayers go with his family. In Orlando, the Clippers beat the Magic 112 to 97, another 24 and 8 tribute there. But Kawhi Leonard, he had 31 points, 14 rebounds, and seven assists. Landry Shamit had 19 points, three rebounds, and three assists. And Nikola Vucevic had 13 points, six rebounds, and five assists. And as as we alluded to earlier, Doc Rivers tried to speak to the media before the game, and he wanted to make sure that everyone knew that everyone was a member of the Lakers family today. Yeah, this is this is a tough one. I don't, uh, I mean, we have to go play. Uh, I, I mean, the news is just so devastating for, for Vanessa and, and, his, and his family. And um, there's just so many people he touched, you know. Um, and, you know, it's, it's looking at my young players and, and seeing how emotional uh, they are. Um, they didn't even know him. You know, and uh, it just tells you how far his reach was. So, um, I mean, this is just shocking news for all of us. And sorry, I don't have a lot to say. Uh, I just can't uh, have to go talk to a team uh, before a game and tell them to play. (laughs) I think everybody right now is is a Laker fan. You know, if you we're all Lakers today. In Portland, the Blazers beat the Pacers 139 to 129. Dame with a 50 burger in this one on top of 13 assists. I don't even know it's possible. CJ McCollum at 28 points and five assists. Jeremy Lamb at 28 points. And Doma Sabonis for Indiana had 27 points, 14 rebounds, and 11 assists. Yet another triple double for the potential all star. But let's let's hear from Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade, he took some time, posted several messages or long, one long continuous soliloquy on Instagram. And when this first came on on the, my TV after the game earlier today, I just completely stopped in my tracks and was really blown away by it. So let's take a listen. When I came in the league, I chased him. That's who I chased. 
I wanted to be respected by him. And once I reached that level, I knew I did something. So. Kobe, thank you, man. Thank you for all the memories. Dude, we got a lot of good ones. And these tears that we're crying, we're going to miss you. And it's not going to go. It's not leaving today, a week from now, a month from now, a year from now. We will forever, forever miss you, man. You're our legend. You're our icon. You're our father. You're a husband. Your son, your brother, your friend, your friend. Thank you for being my friend. I love you, brother. Mark Cuban announcing on behalf of the Dallas Mavericks that they are going to retire the number 24 jersey. No player will ever wear it again for the Dallas franchise. Uh, but at The Athletic, we have some fantastic quotes from the likes of Jerry West, Nikola Jokic, Mike D'Antoni, Bob Myers, Syracuse coach Jim Beheim, NFL star Stefan Gilmore, and even hockey superstar Alex Ovechkin. Uh, we, we, we had so many people on the ground talking to all these different people from across sports, across the league. Uh, I just put up a story talking about Kobe's legacy uh, in Boston and what that meant to him and a quick little story in the end there about the last time that I ever ran into Kobe, um, which was one of the most important moments, I think, of his life. So definitely worth a read there. Mo, you you have a story to share with us as well about uh, Kobe. Kind of funny. I don't know how many people are aware, but before I started working for the Clippers, I used to do ball boy stuff for the Lakers in the preseason when they would play games in like San Diego, Fresno, Bakersfield and and stuff like that. And and one night uh, we were in San Diego. I'll, I'll never forget it. It was one of the, the funniest things. Um, before the game, you know, I go to check on the referees and the referee, one of them has a Kobe jersey. He said, look, uh, Kobe's supposed to sign this for me after the game. Uh, I've already worked it out with him. So after the game, please take it to him, get it signed and bring it back. Like, okay, no problem. Game ends at the buzzer. And it was one of those things where Kobe took a fade away, but pump faked like three or four times. Then went up for the shot. Didn't get the foul call. Lakers lose a preseason game or or whatnot. So after the game, I, I run up to Kobe with the jersey. He signs it, and he just tells me, he's like, go in there. And and I'm going to paraphrase because I don't think this is uh, – I can use all the curses there. But, you know, go in there and, and tell <laughs> – Tell those guys, it's. I know it's preseason. It's also preseason for them. I expect that bleeping call in the regular season. I'm like, okay. And so I run into the referee's locker room, hand him the jersey. I go like, but this comes with a message. And I said, Kobe uh, is upset and would expects to have that bleeping call in the regular season. And one of the other officials turns to me and just says, go back there and tell Kobe, you know, you don't get to eight times before uh, go up for the shot and think we're going to give you that foul call. It's not going to happen. Never going to happen. Um, but more importantly, it was the announcement of his kid was going to be born. He was going to have a, a baby. So that had been announced around that time. And they asked, what are you asking? What he's going to name the kid. I go running to Kobe. Kobe finishes his reporters, calls me, sees me, calls me over. I relay the message to him and he looks at me and he goes, go in there and tell them. I will not name that. I will, the kid will not be named after any of them. <laughs> and ran in, 
told it to those guys. We had a laugh, and 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 that was kind of the uh, the story. But it was just it was just kind of the the competitiveness, and also part of it just Kobe telling the officials, "I expect this call in the regular season." It's something that I'm never gonna forget, man. Our line of the night, pretty easy one here. 14 years and five days after it happens, the line of the night goes to Kobe Bryant on January 22nd, 2006. He dropped 81 points, six rebounds, three steals, 28 for 46 shooting, seven for 13 from deep, 18 for 20 from the line. One of the most unforgettable performances in NBA history from one of the most unforgettable people in sports history. So that's going to do it for today's show. I want to thank you for joining us on this journey. We closed just as we started tonight, a message from Kobe Bryant. You're worried about your own team. You're coaching your daughter's I team. Am. I am. They're doing well, though. I mean, they've been playing for like a year and a half. What's their record? Uh, they don't have seasons. It's crazy. They just have tournaments like every weekend. I see. And if they don't win the tournaments, do you like, do they have to sleep in the yard or anything like that? Or? <laughs> <laughs> no food for a week. <laughs> yeah, because if anyone, if that anyone would think like that, yeah. I would think it would be the mom of their talent. We're half a minute to play. Play for the lead. Yes! daughters, Natalia, Gianna, and Bianca, you, know, you guys know that you know, if you do the work, you work hard enough, dreams come true. But hopefully what you get from tonight is the understanding that uh, those times when you get up early and you work hard, those times when you stay up late and you work hard, those times when you don't feel like working, you're too tired, you don't want to push yourself, but you do it anyway, that is actually the dream. That's the dream. It's not the destination, it's the journey. If you guys, if you guys can understand that, then what you'll see happen is that you won't accomplish your dreams. Your dreams won't come true. Um, something greater will. And uh, if you guys can understand that, then I'm doing my job as a father. Thank you guys so much. I love you. And, uh, Mamba out.